You're listening to Life, the Universe, and Everything Else. Today on the show, Unsealed Conspiracy Files! Life, the Universe, and Everything Else is a program promoting secular humanism and scientific skepticism produced by the Winnipeg Skeptics. You can email your questions, comments, or criticisms to us at podcast at winnipegskeptics.com. Show notes, references, and relevant links can be found at lueepodcast.wordpress.com or at winnipegskeptics.com slash blog. My name is Ashlyn Noble, and I'll be your host this evening. With me today, I have Lauren Bailey. Hello! You may notice a distinct lack of other hosts. So we told you last month that we were going to do a segment on uh, 12-step programs and why they're terrible. Uh, Instead, I was invited to do a Viking festival in Minot, and I packed up all my stuff and drove to North Dakota. And Lauren and I are staying in the most ridiculously fancy treehouse that we have ever seen. It's like Pinterest exploded in here. The walls are made of reclaimed doors. There's a mantle and a fireplace, and it's decorated more fancily than our house. There are antlers. So many antlers. And a china cabinet. There's a china cabinet, yeah, for real. This place is ridiculous. So... We decided uh, that instead of talking about 12-step programs, we were going to have a few ciders and uh, play a few episodes of Unsealed Conspiracy Files and uh, just do live commentary on them and see what happens. So we're going to try this new format for our uh, our show, show taking apart episodes. What do we usually call those things? Reviews? <laughs> <laughs> we're also giving the Newmans a break with their newborn. Yeah, that's why we're that's doing why this. That's why we're doing this. Go back to normal format next month. Uh, unfortunately, there is a highway near us, so you may hear some truck honking. There was a train just there. Yeah. Things like that in the background, so we do apologize. Uh, but seriously, Fancy Treehouse. The first episode that we're going to do, we might, we're going to try and record an episode a night after the festival closes down for the evening. Uh, tonight, we're going to do Fake World Leaders. We honestly have no idea what we're in for with this show. We don't know which world leaders they think are fake, or possibly they're talking about the reptile thing. Do you have any guesses, Lauren? I hope it's the reptile thing. <laughs> we're staring at a picture of the White House. Yeah, that's the, the intro shot is, is the White House. Each episode is only like 19 minutes long, so they'll be short and sweet, and then hopefully we can cobble these together into an episode that you will find amusing. Jem promised to edit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm off the hook. (laughs) All right. Ready to go? Let's go. Presidents and prime ministers, dictators and despots. Once power is achieved, many will go to any length to keep it. Did Mussolini just do the chicken dance? (laughs) Ooh, Bin Laden. Stalin's fake. Assassinations and wars provide cover for some of the most mind-blowing deceptions in the history of world leaders. Some an interesting angle. Others may have been gone for years, with the public never catching on. Is this like that Dave movie about the President of the United States being taken over by Kevin Klein? I don't know, I've never seen that one. We should watch that. Oh, that guy looks like Hugh Laurie Melted. Untold stories of world 
leaders and their imposters. Oh man, Hitler has an imposter. <laughs> was all a lie? Is our government controlled by a secret society? Frogmen, probably not. The world of conspiracy, where cover-ups, secrets, and hidden agendas all trace back to a single source. Your mom. We're about to unseal. They all trace back to one source. A file one? cabinet. <laughs> Conspiracy files. Dun dun dun. May second, two thousand eleven, in this small town, Ooh, about a bad. miles east of the Afghan border, but I'm about lies a discreet about a bad. is the most wanted man in the world, Osama bin Laden. On May second, two thousand eleven. The United States Navy SEALs launched Operation Neptune Spear. Its objective was to kill things? Osama bin Laden. After an estimated 15 minutes inside the compound, Osama bin Laden lies on the floor with two bullets in his chest and one in his head. The Western world's public enemy number one is dead. But was bin Laden actually killed long before Operation <laughs> Neptune Spear ever existed? No. It wouldn't be the first time that we've been fooled. It could have been an imposter. <laughs> History is littered with public figures who aren't who we thought they were. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe? One of the most famous really? is rumored to be the no. Virgin Queen, Elizabeth I. Well, she wasn't a virgin. Didn't she marry the 10th Doctor? <laughs> great effort put into getting them some privacy. <laughs> Some historians think that, that the real Queen Elizabeth I died as a child and was replaced with a boy somewhere around 1550. Oh, really? When Elizabeth I was at a young age, she mysteriously dies. Her caretakers are incredibly scared. So what they do is they find someone who looks almost identical to Elizabeth I and make King Henry VIII believe that this little boy is his daughter. Wow, they just switched and to, like, maybe plot, this and then just told that story as fact. Adult. Elizabeth vowed never to marry or have children when she was still in her early 20s. It is Smart. unusual <laughs> that a queen of England wouldn't make sure she had children. She was a strong, independent woman, didn't need no man. No babies. The practice of presidential imposters allegedly dates back to the very beginning of the Republic. Oh, are we not following up on that? No, just done. We told you the story. Everybody, the Illuminati, did I hear? Yeah. Killed and replaced President George Washington during his first term as president. There's an actual difference Why? in the representation of a younger George Washington and the George Washington who was established. Because he aged. When comparing the images of George Washington <laughs> with those of Adam Weishaupt, the similarities are noticeable. Because everybody had the same effing wig. The image of Washington on the shows a striking resemblance to Adam Weishaupt. No. Wow, he really doesn't. These pictures on the screen is not right, listener. These are not convincing. Okay, wait. So I have to tell you that we've been doing this festival in Minot, North Dakota. Hostfest. Hostfest. And there have been about a hundred, you know, older, grumpy white dudes in trucker hats that have gone past my table. And plaid shirts. In plaid shirts. And after, like, the first two, I swear, I thought they were the same guy that just kept coming back because they look identical. Like, older white dudes just look the same, especially if they're wearing the same outfit and the same wig. Anyway, I find this... (laughs) 
I find this thing very implausible, especially given the pictures that they're showing us that don't even look anything like. Restarting now. Stalin! A man named Felix Dadaev came forward and admitted he was one of four body doubles used to impersonate one of the world's most hated despots. Joseph Stalin. Yes, I'm sure he had body doubles. He believed that his life was in danger. Why is this guy being interviewed via webcam? Used as a decoy for those who might He's in hiding. Stalin. <laughs> He's underground bunker. over ceremonial functions and even flew to the Yalta conference as the Russian leader. There's a huge danger impersonating a world leader. Think about the target that that person has on their back. But when it comes to World War II... This was also before, like, high-definition pictures and video. So it wasn't as difficult to send somebody to a meeting if you didn't want to get murdered. proved to the world that Hitler died in his bunker in the closing days of World War II. He looks like Charlie Chaplin. This isn't Hitler at all. I hope that's the theory. I hope they think it's Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin lived to a right old age of being an asshole. Welcome back, Ashlyn. I feel very welcome. April 30th, 1945. Berlin. Deep inside the Fuhrer bunker. Adolf Hitler and his wife, Ava Braun. They could do a lot more info into this if they stopped with the dramatic pauses. A decision has to be made. His reign was over. He didn't have any options left. What happens next changes the course of human history. Hitler and Braun allegedly commit suicide together. But is it really Adolf Hitler? Remember, if you put allegedly in front of it, anything can be true. Of Adolf Hitler. During now we're doing case files? Power, I thought we were just doing anecdotes. two separate occasions <laughs> where assassins, suicide bombers, and murderers attempt to end Hitler's life. He needed all the protection he could get and used body doubles to try to survive. That man's eyebrows are amazing. SS, but stays close to Hitler, even growing the notorious toothbrush mustache to act as a body double. I mean, they've got the same mustache, but to our modern eyes, that's really the defining feature of Hitler. See, again, they just switched from, like, suggesting that this might not be the whole story to telling a totally different story as fact. some historians, Hitler may have had as many as six lookalikes put to death and then photographed in the closing days of World War II in order to convince his enemies of his death. It seems like a bad way to do it. To do six different ways that I died. Here's the proof. But they really had to face a reality that they could very much end up dead because of that target on their back. They could also end up dead because they were Nazis and the Russians were coming. Hitler killed himself with his personal handgun. But there are no photos of the body. Virtually no hard evidence he was actually dead. Didn't you just say there was a photo? Infamous suicide. No, that was Shrek. No one can prove it ever happened. Incidental that the Soviets had confirmed to them they'd found Hitler's body. But then the Soviets released a photo claiming it was Hitler, but it really wasn't Hitler. So that fueled a whole conspiracy. Did the Soviets make a mistake? Hitler was alive. We're going to shoot pages at you with highlights on them. And when you look at the uh, photographs that were disseminated by the intelligence community, including the FBI, about that what just looks like they're like after the war. 
lightning the photo. He looks like Voldemort. After Hitler died, many people reported they had seen him. They said because they didn't get all the Horcruxes. The letters flooded into the FBI with sightings of the Führer. The New Yorker reports seeing Hitler on the public transit system there. They also saw Elvis. That Hitler had work done by a St. Louis dentist. Every Marathon Man. Is it secret? <laughs> Is it safe? And hidden from view. Until now. I thought he went to Argentina. Why would he go to New York? More Jews? He really wanted to be around them? Most believe that answer. Is Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> After the Fawlty regime, many Nazi officers actually escaped and were never captured. They went to different countries, uh, primarily to South America and Argentina. Yes, Argentina is in South America. And Franz Stangl were all top Nazi officials proven to have escaped to Argentina. But was it possible Hitler... See, I feel suspicious when they say prove now. <laughs> no, those ones are true. Prove. The U-530 was a Nazi German submarine that shows up in Argentina two months after the end of the war with no record of where they had been or why they were there. Well, what's this all about? Did some German leaders get to Argentina in this submarine? Did Hitler himself somehow get spirited away and end up in Buenos Aires after the war? It's a fascinating story. The bugs are hitting Buenos Aires! <laughs> It was either that or breaking the Don't Cry for Me Argentina. Oh boy. It reads, report Hitler in Argentina. Could this be proof no, that says wage fight in Argentina. Yeah, that's not even what? Maybe they mixed up Braun and Hitler's? These tactics represent the past, present, and future of global leadership. Doppelgangers, imposters, fake suicides, and cold-blooded murder. From medieval times... Well, at least they stayed on that one for more than 30 seconds. I object to the fact that they're calling Queen Elizabeth medieval times. The clip art in this show is amazing, listeners. Some Chinese held back American POWs. Why did they do this? Because they they're jerks. The identities to attach to their own saboteurs and agent provocateurs. Remember the movie Manchurian Candidate? <laughs> Didn't happen. <It> wasn't fiction. <laughs> <laughs> this guy disagrees. Well, he's on Skype. Imposters and tyrants went to great lengths to steal power in the past. Perhaps there are no bounds as to how far power I don't trust anyone with eyebrows that look different that look bigger than Peter Gallier's. A person who reaches high office is an incredibly driven human being. They want the power. Not only because they first you get the power, then you get the women, then you get the money. Ashlyn, you could be prime minister. The power is in the palm of your hand. 
and most people use it to look at cat pictures. So, did he just say, if I have a smartphone, I can become a world leader? Yes. With their unlimited resources, huh. the rich and the powerful can exploit any means necessary. Be right back, taking over the world. <laughs> I think this treehouse would make a great home base for a world takeover attempt. No! Really? This is said by Bill Burns. He's a lawyer, PhD, and host of UFO Hunters. <laughs> Seems legit. Lawyer, PhD, and host of UFO Hunters. I wonder what his PhD is in. Just simply to have some ufology. If your heart goes or your lung fails, well, now you've got an exact copy that should be able to get implanted. So cloning is a different show. Why are we talking about it now? Millionaires and dictators who replace themselves not with an heir apparent, but with version 2.0. Grandfather's axe. Be the future of global tyranny. Sure, Hitler lost, but it doesn't mean someone like him won't rise again at some point. Paranormal consultant, radio host. <laughs> it's very important that people understand that there's no law that prohibits us from doing this kind of work in the USA. And I do not know whether the human cloning is controlled. Director, Andrology Institute of America. Well, now we have to look up what andrology is. In this country. No, but seriously, this is a different show. Full bans on human cloning. Iowa State Law 707C prohibits human cloning for any purpose. Well, that's Iowa. Oh, andrology is the branch of physiology and medicine that deals with diseases and conditions specific to men. It's just a matter of time before technical problems are solved, and cloning a human is just as simple as getting an allergy shot. No, you're a paranormal consultant. You don't know this. The governments allow us to do what we do. All we need is a laboratory the size of a kitchen. And we can make some meth. Cloning <laughs> posters on the world's biggest stage. The office of the President of the United States of America. I think they're yeah. suggesting that Reagan is a clone. Be the presidential assassination. Did Hinckley succeed? Why would they get the clone Alzheimer's? I have no idea. That'd be, well, I guess, if, I mean, if it's genetic, right? So maybe your clone would also have... But they would have to have aged him at the same rate as Reagan? This is very strange. Just imagine if terrorists got their hands on the DNA of very important people. George W. Bush is not a very important person. He paints pictures now. Then they would be 50 years younger. And they're still real people. And they would have different experiences. They would be growing up in a lab, for one thing. Human cloning might be part of some dystopian future. The point is, cloning is going on now. People are banking their DNA, freezing their own DNA to be cloned if they become sick with some kind of incurable disease. Well, that's probably true, but those people are going to be disappointed. It's not something in the next 200 or 300 years. Human clones as body doubles, billionaires with There was a really crappy Bruce Willis movie about this. Yeah. To utilize the power of science. Coming up, we expose the human clones already at play. No. I, I mean, I, I guess if you present them as your son in the case of North Korea, that kind of works. 
I really hope that Justin Trudeau's hair is not real. It's really a clone. Now, Ashlyn. Time to act as now. Ooh, three simple steps. Follow us on Twitter. Okay. I kind of want to do that. No. Make up your own BS. Oh, they want everybody to wake up. Get a decoder ring. Like wake in up, cereal. And doppelgangers confounded historians as to the truth behind the lives and deaths of some of the most infamous leaders in the history of the world. Could scholars now be fooled by modern-day clones posing as tomorrow's dictators? No, no. North Korean leader Kim Jong-il hadn't been seen for months before his death. Then suddenly his son, his successor, Kim Jong-un, appears. Well, but people have seen Kim Jong-un before. Didn't he go to this school in an English country? Yeah. Oh! Common practice? Are the Raelians right, Ashley? Probably. Yay, all the sex. <laughs> Pro tip, they're all real. Wow, that ended really abruptly. Yeah, all the, you know, people that are clones now came over the credits. Yeah. The, there wasn't, like, a, a whole unifying thing. I mean, I guess the unifying thing is we can't trust leaders. Well, okay. I mean, I guess. But we probably can't trust them because they have, you know, not our interests in mind in a lot of cases, rather than because they're not who they say they are. That, that was, was awful. a show. <laughs> and the clip art was truly terrible. And their main dude that they interviewed, they interviewed over a webcam and then overlaid some like fancy maps and stuff to make it look like it was high tech instead of a shitty webcam. Well, that concludes tonight's episode of Watching Conspiracy Shows in a Treehouse with Ashlyn and Lauren. Woo! Stay tuned to the next for the next segment to see what we watch tomorrow night. I don't think Jem is going to let this go to air. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to this episode of Lauren and Ashlyn in a Treehouse watching Conspiracy Files. <laughs> so we've had another successful day at our Viking festival. We are totally out of the ability to deal with people. We have split a bottle of mead. And now we're ready to watch another episode of television. We actually showered today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was great. So Not at the festival. <laughs> we are staying with a couple who has the most money of anyone that I've ever stayed with. They've been blessed. They've been blessed. They say that a lot. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure they don't know that we're together. I just wanted to say that we definitely have a nicer shower than them. And that makes me feel good about my life. I mean, at home. Here in the treehouse, we don't have a shower. Yeah. That would... Okay, so... This is the fanciest treehouse ever, but it does not have plumbing. So, I mean, it could still get better. And we really wouldn't want to plumb this place. Or actually bring a shower or... 
toilet up those rickety stairs. They brought a fridge up here somehow. And a fireplace. I assume there was a winch involved. Yeah, probably. We finished up the last segment with uh, cloning world leaders, somehow. Uh, So we thought that the rational... Well, let's not use that word. <laughs> Logic. No. No. <laughs> the next next episode <laughs> that we should watch was the episode entitled Cloning. We just want to point out again that we haven't pre-watched these. We're watching them as we comment on them and we have no idea what's coming. We assume there will be a lot of fast cuts. Some, um... Probably that webcam guy again. Yeah. Some facts that they can't back up and then just walk away from. Yeah. They'll drop a truth bomb on us. <laughs> but this episode is actually episode 7 in the series, and the Fake World Leaders one is number 14. So I'm wondering if we like are going to rehash any ground or anything. I'm assuming this show is 95% hashed ground. <laughs> We're going to start the show now. DNA. The unique code that gives identity to every human being. Unless they're clones. Individual as a fingerprint. More individual. Science has got us to the point now where we can reproduce plants, animals, even humans, as easily as making copies on a printer. That is not true. That is zero percent true. Humans on demand. (laughs) Oh, we're starting out well. Use that same (laughs) gift of the babies last time. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of the same clip art. Made in the lab and not in the womb. Genetically modified multitudes for whom. Lauren's pouring some more sangria to deal with this. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink it straight out of the bottle. You're classy, honey. Just simply to have some spare parts. If your heart goes or your lung fails, well, now you've got an exact copy. He was doing that same one on the last thing. Human beings. Are we condoning the creation of human animal monsters? Oh, really? When we unseal. I love that there's actually laws against that, though. That just tickles me. What is the history you were taught in school? Was all a lie? Oh. Okay, so this must be the same, like, the intro that goes through everything. I still have some issues with this whole everything goes back to one source. And they're stored in four file cabinets. Like, is the source the Illuminati? The lizard people? What is this single source that they're talking about? Oh, that sangria is vile. Yay, we're going to talk about Dolly. A domestic sheep is born in the laboratory of an animal research institute. Dolly becomes the world's first mammal cloned from the cells of an adult. Oh my god, so many people were looking at our sheeps today and wondering what they were. Oh yeah, super weird. The main difference between an SCA event and an event where the public comes to is that they don't know what sheepskins look like. It's very strange. But it's so fluffy. (laughs) Tomorrow I'm going to say they're dogs, see what people say. I would really like to sell some more beads tomorrow, huh? We missed webcam guy. Now, the problem with cloning, and we saw this Dolly the sheep, is that the animal itself is really not that resistant to all kinds of problems. Dolly's six years oh, yeah, it was kind of a full of controversy first try. She must sleep indoors. Which is interesting, because they were also seeing in the fake world leader ones that we've had fake cloned leaders for a long time, which are apparently healthy enough to serve as world leaders. 
all of the health problems that she did have, was that due to her being a clone? And it's probably safe to say yes. Well, yeah. Nature. Oh my god, I agreed with something on the show. One egg. The result. One man, one vote. With equal parts DNA from a mother and a father. And the only way higher life forms can reproduce. Until now. Under normal conditions, the sperm and the egg unite, and they yield what we call a zygote. But normal conditions have nothing to do with cloning. We take... Cloning's normal. Uh, oh, it's normal. Cell, and we put it in an egg that we removed the nucleus of that egg. So that egg is just, uh, just like a chicken egg, where you remove the egg yolk, and you only have the... And put it in that egg and then stimulate it chemically and electrically and activating that egg to become an embryo. No. In the years since Dolly, others Well, maybe yeah, but no. <laughs> Yay, kitties. The science is deadly serious, but some seem to take it far too lightly. Well, they're finding like the most um What's the word? To clone the world's perfect dog. Scary pictures of like puppies and kitties and things to show for this. Nine Eleven rescue dog. dog died at 16 years old, but the five dogs were born and are healthy. Although they're still alive, we have no idea what their fate is. No, they haven't cloned a dog. The International Equestrian. Well, we don't know what any animal's fate ultimately is, really. Well, death. Every horse in the Olympics could be a clone of a single champion. No. As scientists perfect doesn't work that way. Nutrition, for example, is so important. Is both logical and terrifying. Logical and terrifying. Once you develop that. The next question is, can you modify that organism in specific ways by adding a gene? Bizarre, and some say dangerous changes are introduced. What if the gene you add... And yeah, Tracker was cloned. Those are real puppies. Oh, cool. What if you could take that gene and implant it into a mouse? Awesome. No. A glowing mouse. Yes, glowing mice. Opponents of genetic modification and I want a rat king. The worst. No. Goats no, that's mean. Spiders. Spare parts spider goat. Spider goat. Cows that give human breast milk. Excellent. Let's do that. It will be so good for so many people. I don't understand why they think these things are bad. Or somehow treacherous. But should they? Because they watched the Island of Dog and Row one more time? to extend the life of their pet. But with each generation of clone, you introduce more chance for catastrophic failure. Are today's scientists risking the future of mankind? Oh God, those are cats in a kaleidoscope. To play God. When we return, you could hear the air quotes. (laughs) About what he's really up to. Unsealed. Conspiracy files. I'm excited to hear from this doctor. Welcome back to the world of conspiracy. This is Unsealed Conspiracy Files. Hello, little micelets. Through cloning, scientists have been able to replicate species from simple sea urchins to monkeys. And human reproductive technology has been in place now for decades. When you create a human being... Yes, as the aliens. <laughs> the dynamics change dramatically, and therefore uh, it opens up... Oh, there's the boy doctor again. Andrology Institute of America. 
He's got, that's got to be a hotbed of men's rights jerks. I almost said something way worse there. And the father's sperm are combined in a lab. He, he, he said sperm. The primal act of conceiving a human is now a routine procedure. Bounce, go wow, wow. by the hands of a hired technician. Well, yeah, but that's good for a lot of reasons. Then it's just a quick jump over to actually making a full-fledged human clone. No. And that's a leap no. some doctors are taking whether we want them to or not. He's They're a not. blogger and radio host. <laughs> the United Nations but he woke up, people. Condemning human cloning. No, those are triplets. Those aren't clones. Somebody may say human cloning is absolutely wrong, and yet one scientist who truly believes Ooh, in it... This guy is right. the author slash founder of theblackvault.com. Ooh, that sounds full of the awesome things. The question, should we, is never asked. It is asked a lot, actually, like so many times. The answer should we know. Case file, the human clone doctor. Dr. Panayotis Zavos, a U.S. citizen born in Cyprus. Wait, he's one of the talking heads in this. Health clinic in Kentucky. For oh, decades, Kentucky. Hey, not everyone in Kentucky is awful. such as IVF to help them conceive. In 2002, he decides he wants to take it one step further. If a man don't, don't, don't. or a woman do not have what we call the gametes, the man does not have sperm. The woman does not have... Oh, gametes. Yes. <laughs> not gametes. Gametes. And I think cloning becomes another option that they can exercise if they wish. If we can produce a sheep, we can definitely produce a human. In 2004, Dr. Zavos stuns the world when he makes a shocking announcement. Recently, transferred the first fresh clone embryo into the mother. His in PowerPoint slide actually says announcement at the top. <laughs> The controversy. He has no shortage of potential clients. No shortage. People are lining up to get cloned, but is he really fulfilling a need? Or is he exploiting people's desperation and subjecting them to something with potentially monstrous consequences? I mean, at the time Zavos opens his clinic, animal cloning is rife with failures. Stillborn calves. Lambs born with defects that make life excruciating and bring early death. Dr. Zavos claims that he screens every embryo for imperfection. So they just said that it's as easy as making copies, and now they're talking about how difficult it is. They're not even internally consistent in the same episode. I know a lot of people who can't use the copier at work. I don't know, I've been lucky maybe. And for the A lot of them have higher education, like doctors. They make crappy copies, like they cut off the top, or they stand at the machine and have a little tantrum. Zavos publicly predicts a 30% success rate. What happens to the other 70% of clone attempts is a question which leaves many people wondering. I don't know. You ever had? Yeah. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Bob Balaban doesn't like it. To populations harboring a range of unpredictable deficiencies. And what happens to a generation of defective clones who form this forbidding multitude? Fox Mulder finds them in an, in an alleyway. I mean, here's a clone that only has one set of DNA from the person who's being cloned. What legal rights attach to that clone? 
all of them. It would still be a person. Corporations have the same rights as people. Well, that was a terrible decision. Can be copied as clones. The line begins to blur. No. Somebody finds the workers it needs and likes. Then they take a small tissue sample, and from that tissue sample, they mass produce their entire workforce. Tireless field laborers, docile factory workers, whatever. It's a high-tech, big-money version of slavery. On the road to cloning but a human. That's not how it would work. Many consider no. Nurture. Already <laughs> place. We can't Django fed an entire generation of stormtroopers. Human animal hybrids. We call them animals. Fascinating system where we create a, an embryo using a human cell from the body of the individual that we want to call. All of the people with centaur fetishes just egg, perked up. We put it in a cow egg. <laughs> it's called a hybrid embryo. Now, a lot of people say, why don't you transfer it? It's a lethal case. It will not, it will not develop. For me, to answer the question whether that that hybrid embryo gives you a half human and half cow is not going to happen. Now, we are scientists, we're curious people, but also our curiosity stops at a particular point. Really? Where the ethics issue comes into the picture. Okay, well, but it's different than what you just said. Time before another doctor crosses the line I'm still curious over this. The sure, but you can't just, like, put a human sperm and a cow egg and make it happen. Hands. There's so much more involved. Guy wants to create a half horse, half man creature that he can keep locked up in a cage or in his backyard. What is that? No, I is think he would take him on tour. Human with rights? Is that considered an animal that he can keep chained up? So far, quit showing us these triplets. It's creepy. Poorly focused triplets. When the subject to be cloned is already dead. Dun 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 dun. Oh no, it's going to be a totally different person that looks kind of the same. As oh, the zombies. Conspiracy files. I love how this just skips around. Welcome back to the world of conspiracy. This is it really plays to the part of my brain that doesn't feel like paying attention. <laughs> Do we ever pay attention when we record this podcast? Always, especially during like the hour that Jem talks. That's the best part the to pay attention to. I love listening to the show afterwards so I can just hear what I <laughs> hear the whole segment. I love you, Jim. Totally listen to your segments. If those humans have no rights whatsoever but are an exact carbon copy of that dictator, now you, in theory, have this brigade of super soldiers. But you just said they had it before. And no dictators I know are super sick. Also, I just want to know why they made the assumption that a person who was created from somebody else's DNA would have no rights. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they have no rights? Like, test tube babies still have all the same rights as usual. They wouldn't have any life to go back to. They would just be doing the dirty work of their master. In essence, really you have to ask, would they even be human? Yes. Well, if they're just mass-producing them, they're all going to die anyway because nobody's going to cuddle them. There are groups... Poor little Russian babies. ...that are creating species of cloned soldiers whose sole function is... I know why they have them on a webcam. So they can distort the audio so it doesn't sound like he's actually saying words. I couldn't understand a thing he's saying. I think it's so they can put all those weird graphics around him and make it look all sciencey. 
scientists can create new organisms. I don't know, maybe he had a faulty microphone like Donald Trump. Unsealed case file. Master race. Master <laughs> right now, cloning technology is in the hands of a very few doctors and scientists. The one guy who we don't actually when it believe. Becomes available to those with evil other minds. Evil. To achieve the master Didn't go to evil medical school for four years to be called Mr. Thank you. Back to what he considered the perfect human. To do that, he was going to breed back to that clean gene pool. If he had the technology for human cloning, he could fast track over all of that. Such a race of cloned super specimens could embody whatever qualities their maker found desirable. So, Beauty. did they just actually say that Athletes. the Aryan race was the best? Talent. I think the show just the result went all forthright on us. Populated by the perfect. It's called eugenics, and cloning is a shockingly effective way to achieve it. For more on eugenics, see our episode. <laughs> what two months ago? It was longer than that. I don't know. We did an episode on eugenics recently. You should go listen to it. Or what we would have as a child. The benefits of human cloning aren't limited to nations, terrorists, or tyrants. The world's richest people would be able to commission clones for the sole purpose of providing replacement parts their bodies would be guaranteed. Yes, there was some movies about that. Yeah, I really like that beach one. Or was it the island? You're a horrible person. I know, I have bad taste. Thanks, honey. To basically cultivate yeah. what he needs. But again, years, these people now, would have rights. He decides that he's going to pick off one of his clones and just take the organs he needs and discard the rest. The billionaire has a new lease on life. The clone, well, he wasn't fully human anyway, right? Yes, he and would be. Ten years from now, could be reality. In such a world, I just, I don't understand why they're making this jump that he wouldn't have rights. For somebody else's spare parts. Obviously, if you were a spare parts clone, there's no way you could know about it. Because who would stick around if they knew at any minute somebody could come and take their liver? Why do we have a picture of a guy smoking? Clones can be created from Especially when they talked about liver. Maybe it would have made sense if he would have said lungs? The issue about working with deceased tissues... I just like to say, Dr. Professor Panos Davos. Let's totally stack the titles. From a live person, and I freeze it. Or I take it from a deceased individual that freshly died, and I froze it. No stale dead people. No freshly died. From That's a sheep. I want a human-handed dolphin. Oh man, they would be jerks though. <laughs> they make the sea raping so much easier. What might these microscopic manipulations have in store for our future? Absolutely nothing. Conspiracy files. Oh god, there's only two minutes left. Welcome What's in store for our future, Lauren? More wine. <laughs> unsealed conspiracy files. The time to act is now. There are three simple steps you can take to unseal. Three the truth. simple steps. <gasps> One of them is follow us on Twitter. I remember this. And then send in our stories about ridiculous conspiracies. What was the last one? I forget. What did you see that you shouldn't drink? The government's known all, right. all along. Why has nobody told us? Upload stories and pictures to our interactive map. Join the movement. Oh, join the movement. Get a rubber band on your wrist. With a unique code to access all of the secret documents. Ooh. In a box of Cracker Jack. www.unsealedfiles.com In vitro fertilization. A generation ago, it was controversial. 
No. Taboo. No, it was. It now, was pretty controversial. It's more than a generation. Is this the future of human cloning? I think that human cloning has I'm about the same age as the first in vitro baby. Okay, so that was a generation ago. Maybe. I thought the first test tube baby was like the 1960s. Never fun the 80s. Early 80s. Doctors don't just get to decide who lives or dies. They never did. Who's created? Think about that for a minute. No, I don't want to think about anything you say for a minute because you look like you would wear a fedora in your off hours. So far, Dr. Zavis's attempts haven't led to a live birth. Dr. Zavis, Dr. Zavis. Dr. Zavis, Dr. Zavis. Why am I watching this show? You from the mirror, your reflection, or your clone? It's a mirror? I'm gonna go with reflection. Oh, well that's over. Thanks for paying attention, Ashlyn. No one genuinely surprised me. Like, I just said there was two minutes left, but then nothing ended. It just was like... It was follow us on Twitter. Live the dream. And then we're all gonna die because clones? Yes. They're not quite sure how a mirror works. And then... Do, 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 do. Oh, that was terrible. Okay, yeah, I was wrong. The first test tube baby was 1978, so... Join us tomorrow for more ridiculous conspiracy theories from the treehouse. Welcome back to night three of Treehouse Conspiracy Theories with Ashlyn and Lauren. Yay! I think this has a different title every day. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) So day three of the Viking Festival went pretty well. Yeah. We're exhausted and super done with dealing with people. Yeah. All of the other Vikings are out at a bar somewhere, and we came back to our treehouse with a selection of cider six-packs. You can get a lot more flavors in this country. They have many more apples. They're not afraid to mix things with it. So we are going to watch episode 13, Remote Viewing. Yeah, I don't really know much about this topic. Apparently Lauren does. As much as the average person who doesn't believe in stuff does. Well, let's get going. Woo. Spy games. Precognition. Remote viewing. These are the elements of the U.S. military's psychological operations. Also known as PSYOPs. PSYOPs. It's so close to science, but so far. It's more close to Cyclops. (laughs) They literally can sit in a room and see half a world away. This is a very scary power to have. Remember, I made you watch Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, so it doesn't give you the ability to, like, see where the remote control is. Oh my god, that joke is old. It would be really useful, though. <laughs> Check under the table, near Dave. Hmm. What is the history you were taught in school? Was it all a lie? Is our government controlled by a secret society? Yes. Welcome to the world of conspiracy. Well, thank you. Share the company. Secrets and hidden agendas all trace back to a single source. What is the source? Now to unseal the secret files the government doesn't want. So I don't heap a bullshit out back. 
I don't think we've described this, but every time they say unsealed, there's like a file folder that they have on screen, and they open it up, and they reveal the title of whatever the next segment is. Secret operations are underway to give the Russians an unparalleled advantage during the Cold War. And the weapon they are developing is like nothing ever seen before. Attractive young men who march. During the Cold War, we're conducting experimentation with psychic phenomena and paranormal phenomena. They wanted to use this against their enemies. Us! The Soviets focus on a paranormal ability known as remote viewing. Remote viewing is where the subject sees something without actually being there and could be from great distances. Ooh, we're doing that right now. We're, we're watching things that are happening. Oh, it's a different guy on the, uh... Is it a different webcam guy? Different webcam guy. And he puts himself into a certain state and he begins to receive images. Ooh, Steve Marillo is the director of Mufon Lock. The subject matter is, he just draws what he sees. The military applications for remote viewing are endless. Yes, dude, bro. I mean, if it worked, you wouldn't really need any more spies. The U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency publishes a report entitled Controlled Offensive Behavior, USSR. Also, it would kind of negate the... even the need for classified documents. Like, why even bother? The findings? Because it's there. Is at risk. But if people could just look at them from far away, you could just never write anything down. That would be true. See, different guy. That's a different webcam guy. But it's got the same pseudo-sciencey stuff all the way around him to make it look fancy. I figured they'd put another bald-talking head dude on a webcam and they couldn't tell the difference. To be fair, I didn't really tell the difference. In response to the report... The CIA initiates Project Scanate. The program marks the first time the U.S. government has funded any type of research. So telekinesis is totally different from remote viewing, or it's like a branch of, of remote viewing research by the or CIA remote viewing is a branch of telekinesis. Yeah, kind of. Wait, isn't telekinesis moving stuff with your mind? That's what I thought, because it's got kinesis in it. Yeah, that's telekinesis. You're thinking of like telepathy. The money went primarily. No, but they were talking about telekinesis. And Russell Targ at the Stanford Research Institute. Well, telekinesis is doing stuff with your mind into the material world. SRI on lasers. Like moving my muscles? I had carried out some initial experiments. Outside of your body. I was actually interested in the possible physics behind it. Hal Pithoff, former head of remote viewing program. Experiments around and. Pretty soon we were approached by representatives of various uh, government agencies Maybe who were interested. <laughs> Remote viewing started in roughly 19... You know your program has lost people when you start speculating about the pronunciation of last names. Ingo Swan was doing some experiments. Oh, Ingo Swan. New York with the American Society of Psychical Research. And he suggested a new approach to their research, which ultimately named Remote Viewing. Uh, the CIA found out about this in 1970. So the dude on the uh, webcam is PhD and CEO of Remote Viewer. A new era in parapsychology was born. So we started out doing what anyone else would do. We hit things in boxes. We hit pictures in envelopes. And after a few days, uh, he got bored with that, and he said, uh, "Okay, but how blind was?" Want to know what's in the box? Open it up. Want to know what's in the envelope? Tear it open. I mean, this is a like Peter Venkman levels of not. Uh, what I can do is I can close my eyes and see anywhere in the planet. Why don't we? Why don't we look at that? Using just locations on a map, Swan claimed he could view any place on the planet. Frankly, 
Well, I just need the map. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do some experiments. So he's got a pinpoint, so you can, he knows where to look. You couldn't be like, tell me what Vladimir Putin is doing right now? You have to know the location, not the person? Yeah. He's not sure where else to look. Because you're not looking at the person, you're looking in a place. Because he might be, you know, in the bathroom, Vladimir Putin. Oh, God. You're a bad person. I am. That sounds really high. Anybody ever claims to have 85% accuracy in anything is wrong. <laughs> In anything? What about like a spelling test? Wrong. I'm pretty sure I could get a represent on a spelling test. What do remote viewers do with that information once it is retrieved? I don't know. We missed that. We were spelling. Who would stop the CIA from using the same techniques to peer inside your home? Nothing. Nothing would stop them. Inside your mind. Da da Wait, but that's a different thing. Seeing a place is so much different than seeing inside a mind. Mind reading is different than... Ah! No. No, it's not. It's all the same. From 1970 to 1990, the architects of Project Scanate developed the best remote viewers in the world. Ooh. After 20 years, the best. it's time to take their expertise to the next level. Project Stargate is born. And the race for the ultimate paranormal weapon... Is on. Huh. In the 1990s, the CIA funded Project Stargate to the tune of over $20 million. This is much Jack and Daniel and Samantha and the question is, guy from Twin Peaks. That's such a crush on Sam Carter. So many. So many. You like him, Butch. Viewing was not an effective means of gathering intelligence. Everybody together, no shit. <laughs> I'm swearing too much in this episode. Abruptly cut off. Um, many people wonder why that happened. Stargate and the other programs were immediately shut down. At least, that's the official story. <laughs> so why close the program down in '95? Is it because they really weren't getting the results they wanted? Probably yes. Because. Too many people knew about that project, and they decided it was. Somebody looked at it and went, "Oh my God, what did Reagan fund here that we haven't that we now have to shut off? Why are we still spending money on this garbage?" Came from in the first place. Could it be that humans have a largely untapped ability, or were we given this gift by a much higher intelligence than our own? Wow, aliens gave us remote viewing. was a remote viewer for the U.S. Army in the 1970s. The people involved in the unit. How much LSD is involved here? Of different disciplines Not enough. The intelligence field. At least one or several of the people uh, have recounted an early experience sometime in their life with what they believe to be a UFO. Could contact with alien beings well, offer an being susceptible to one part, one form of googly moogly might make you susceptible to another form of googly moogly. I don't want to swear. Those visitations and their abilities. This is common in UFO folklore. In fact, a lot of uh, abductees um, seem to have highly intuitive abilities, report psychic abilities, that sort of thing. So there seems to be. And they all come back with a chip in the back of their neck, and if they take it out, they get cancer. Zero percent surprised that people who think they've been abducted are also 
prone to think that they can do remote viewing. I want to find out what this MUFON law is. Oh, crap, my phone died. And if you're able to see something only a country away, why not try to see something a universal way? Arguing, and I will argue this, that remote viewing is real. Okay, if we could use it to look at, like, the surface of Pluto and find out what's out there, that would be pretty cool. In fact, more than one remote viewer has been asked to do exactly that. When it comes to remote viewing other worlds, one more recent result oh, I'm convinced. is the most shocking of all. Shocking, Ashlyn. It's shocking. Unsealed case file. The Mars base. Oh my god. March 2010. Okay, so MUFON is the Mutual UFO Network, and I guess LA is the Los Angeles branch, and they uh, collect UFO sightings. Bless their hearts. Dun dun dun. JPL released this photo of what appears to be some sort of dome on Mars, and the results they found were pretty fascinating. The participants have visions of Mars a dome. large, artificially constructed dome. It looks like boobies. And chambers and a laboratory occupied by humanoid figures. What, Matt Damon? Could this be evidence of a Black Ops government program to Probably. build yes. on Mars? Or is it an ancient civilization immortalized by Martian ruins? Okay, I like that theory better. Let's go they with the ancient Martian ruins. New, was in fact ancient. Was it natural? Was it artificial? They couldn't really say, but... Looks like a booby. Looks like a crater. Something very real on the surface of Mars. A crater booby? The CIA sure. says they disbanded their team of psychic warriors in the 1990s. But did they? Yes. Unsealed conspiracy files. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back to the world of conspiracy. This is Unsealed Conspiracy Files. Visions of secret sites on Earth. Sightings of ancient life on Mars. If the human brain can remotely view any location in the universe, could it crack the most secret vault in the world? I'm going to close my eyes and try to remote view something right now. Just that by entering and controlling your Just anything or something specific? Okay, give me something to think about. Uh, uh, I don't know. The Pentagon. I'm seeing five sides. <laughs> Are there cubicles? I'm seeing a bunch of hallways. The flooring is very utilitarian. But the bathrooms are lovely. And we're back. Secret paranormal experts enter the private sector. Clearly, you should work for the Could Russian government. government. I don't want to work for Trump. By turning to private <laughs> In fact, remote viewers are so accurate, they've started their own training program. <laughs> wow. Texas, Why is spying just totally obsolete? Why is spying not totally obsolete then? Would you trust that guy? Well, he's a very nice silhouette. Remote viewing is really a skill. It's not a necessarily phenomenon. What it does is take advantage of this underlying innate ability that all humans have. As long as they've been touched by UFOs. Anyone. It's just easier after you've been abducted. Major Smith also consults for the most interesting. Oh, he's a PhD and a major. 
Psychor. Remote gaming also has some promise in the corporate world in terms of perhaps. Uh, well, I used to play Shadowrun, one of the main uh, bad corporations with Psychor. <laughs> that kind of thing. Is the government using Psychor to manipulate the free market? Or no. Worse, to control your mind? No. No. Psychor claims that they can affect elections predict trends in the stock market. Wait, if they're just looking at stuff, how do they affect stuff? If there is such a thing as a Do they look at people's minds and then change them? Also on events so as to influence them. Oh they do that positive thinking mantra crap. Political elections. The world oil market. Wall Street trends. Even never before seen technologies. There's a bunch of bombs falling on the screen right now. And predict these futures with an 85% rate of accuracy. Again, 85%. Companies like Sycor and RVI Maybe that's just like the high end of our innate ability that we all have. Are private organizations developing the next generation of psychological weaponry? You may be able to peer inside your enemies. Uh, top secret facilities or see what type of technology that they have developed and that's going to be instrumental in aiding strategic military troop movements or decision making in the battlefield no <laughs> just no this is all wrong with a worldwide network of surveillance systems big brother is watching you just using and he's a psychic using cameras and not using surveillance equipment they can see you and they're watching that really they takes big brother is watching to a whole new level and that's a very scary concept i think for anybody on did you even read orwell like it would be really scary if it was even a tiny bit believable Privacy. Oh, babies. They're looking at babies again. Who's to say that there is not rooms full of these... Well, if you start early, then the babies will never have any expectation of privacy in their thoughts. So, you know, that might be okay. That's terrifying. Across the universe or in our galaxy, you know, what they could do just on this planet would be pretty frightening. He's speaking in hedged words. Governmental control over your life. If, in fact, the government mastered remote viewing, it means that they had access to information about any enemy or friendly uh, from that point on. So you could access information about the future, about the past, any location. So it's safe to say... We can access information about the future? That would be an extremely dangerous weapon. Coming up, we reveal the shocking truth... Now they're mind-reading time travelers? Isn't human at all. Oh, I bet it's aliens. Conspiracy because green aliens. Not the greys, but the greens. This is Unsealed Conspiracy Files. The time to act. Mom's got the timing down, so now she can mouth the whole thing. Oh, follow us on Twitter. Follow the Unsealed Twitter feed. Tell us your stories. And join the movement. Wake up, sheeple! What did you see that you shouldn't have? My mom's panties. Oh. Upload stories and pictures Get the unsealed bracelet. Oh, right. Get your decoder ring. Underneath to access exclusive content. Stop living in the dark. Get involved in the fight to unseal the truth. Stop living in the dark. It's dark as comfy. They just take themselves way too seriously. If the human brain nobody takes this seriously. Yeah, I guess people. To see other worlds. Remember on the old Canadian Sci-Fi Channel where they 
they'd have that conspiracy theory guy who he'd spout like he he was an actor in on the joke but he just it would be walking down the street spouting conspiracy theories it was hilarious it was great the answer seems to be yes psychological hackers Psychological hackers. And extraterrestrial remote viewers already threaten your thoughts. No, they don't. They just threaten the the thought that they might happen if you are feeble. They're watching you. (laughs) Got yourself there. Yep. So, one of the production companies for this show is Smart Dog. I would like to think that dogs are smarter than this. Well, they don't really have any reason to believe in conspiracy theories, so... They're just Maybe. excited by any human theory. Yeah. Hey, let's go to the store! Hey, hey you're hey. back from the store! Hey, that's great! Hey! <laughs> I mean, so, okay, something I can say about this episode is at least it sort of had an ending? Like, it went from, we can see things far away, to, we can see things in your thoughts, to... Aliens! It's aliens who are looking in your thoughts, and, and then it was over. But at least that was like a progression instead of just jumping around to totally unrelated things. Well, I felt it jumped around, but I didn't really pay attention. I didn't feel that this episode gave us a lot of room for stellar commentary. Hmm. Not our finest effort. Well, we'll try again tomorrow night. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying this, listeners. You One more to go. Hope you haven't turned it off yet. <laughs> Next month we'll be back to our regularly scheduled ridiculousness instead of this frippery. Good night. Adios. Hello again, listeners. So this was supposed to be the fourth episode of Lauren and Ashlyn in a treehouse watching unsealed conspiracy files. However, we had to flee the country. And the treehouse. Treehouse first. (laughs) Um, So the Viking Festival was awesome, and it went really great. But we found out midway through the last day that our hosts had suspicions about us. (laughs) They are uh, apparently not down with the gays. And when they found out that we're together, they, uh, we were not welcome back. We could have gone and stayed the night again. They didn't uh, throw us out. Right. But we were not, uh, we were not going to be invited back next year. And we're not really the kind of people who like to stay where we're not wanted. No. So we decided to pack up when the festival ended at 8, drive to the treehouse, pack up the treehouse, clean the treehouse... And drive to Canada, and we got home at about 3 o'clock in the morning. It was great. After a long day of selling and talking to people and pretending to be cheerful. (laughs) Uh, So we weren't able to record another episode of Unsealed Conspiracy Files in the Treehouse, but we wanted to give you that update instead of just ending it there. Uh, Basically, if you're watching a show like Unsealed Conspiracy Files, just do it with your critical thinking either on, like totally on, or totally off. It's more fun the latter way. Yeah. So I would suggest either booze or thoughtfulness. <laughs> Unless it's a show about mermaids, and then you just make Ashlyn mad. Oh, man, that show was bad. So bad. Hilarious, though. <laughs> uh, there are 
several more episodes of Unsealed Conspiracy Files if you want to go check them out. I think there's also a sister show called Unsealed Alien Files. I'm not surprised. (laughs) So you might want to give that a listen to or not. They're probably all about the same caliber. So leave us some feedback on what you thought about this style of episode and if we might use it for months in the future. Sparingly. (laughs) Uh, Hating it is totally valid. Let us know. Uh, And uh, have a great night, folks. Cheers. You've been listening to Life, the Universe, and Everything Else. If you have any questions or comments, or you'd like to suggest a topic for the show, send us an email at l-u-e-e-podcast at winnipegskeptics.com. If you want to show your support, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, follow us on Twitter or Facebook, or just share the show with a friend. Our music is produced by the very talented Ian James, and this episode was edited by Lauren Bailey.